Aaron Alcoholic, and today is January 18th, and format for this episode is a reading from the Grapevine Daily Quote Book, 365 inspiring passages from the pages of the AA Grapevine. AA Grapevine is AA's meeting in print, collection of articles, that uh, it's released monthly in sort of a pamphlet format, booklet format. It's been going on for a number of years, I guess. And what I've been trying to do with this podcast is for myself, do a little bit of reading on some topic associated with AA and then recovery, sobriety, share a few thoughts about that and then invite others to participate. So let's get into the reading. January 18, um, from an article titled Learning to Handle Sobriety from an author in Connecticut, March of 1975. A does not teach us how to handle our drinking. It teaches us how to handle our sobriety. So A doesn't teach me how to handle my drinking, it teaches me how to handle my sobriety, and I firmly am in that camp. <clears throat> I couldn't really handle my life when I was drinking either. I mean, uh, you know, things were just a big chaotic mess, <clears throat> a chaotic whirlwind of um, selfish and self-centered thinking about how I was going to get my next fix, when, where, and how, and it didn't matter who I had to go through to get it, how I had, what I had to stoop to, to achieve it, or even how I felt about the wreckage that I left in, in, the, in my wake. It was more about the getting and the satisfaction of the obsession that was raging in my mind, that obsession about where is the next drink, Normal drinkers don't really understand that. They don't understand how my mind operates. They can't rationalize it and fathom it because it's completely irrational. Why would I keep doing this thing, these things, this drinking and this drugging that was causing me harm? Not just physical harm, not just mental harm, not just emotional harm, but wreckage and, um, and, and, and harm to everybody around me. Friends, families, loved ones, innocent bystanders, passers-by on the street, it didn't matter. If they were standing in my way of my self-satisfaction to get loaded, they better, uh, they better get out of the way or face the wrath. <clears throat> So when I came to AA, the biggest question in my mind was, well, how am I going to live life without drinking? It doesn't seem possible. The obsession is so loud in my mind for the next drink. What do you do about that? And AA provided, you know, a, a foundation and some, and some principles, some steps to work towards to sort of slowly adapt and change 
my life. And what happened is when I started doing those things, even just the very fact of going to meetings and listening to other people that had similar thoughts, experiences, or feelings on this subject of life and sobriety, the obsession started to get a little bit quieter. And then it started to go away, and then it would only rear its head occasionally, uh, and even if at all. And that's real freedom, you know, freedom from that obsession uh, to drink. Yeah, that's all I got. Okay, last thing I'll say is if you'd like to contribute in any way, shape, or form to this podcast by sharing your thoughts, feelings, or ideas on sobriety, recovery, Alcoholics Anonymous, whatever, uh, you can leave me a voicemail through the Anchor app, which is how this podcast is recorded. If you'd rather not have another app on your phone or figure out how to make uh, Anchor work, uh, you can leave me, you can send me a audio file, a voice memo through your phone to my email address, which is Aaron, A-R-O-N, B-C, like Bravo Charlie, at yahoo.com. All right, folks, take it easy.